the first words that God spoke to man was a command to be fruitful. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 27 and 28, God blessed man and told him to be fruitful. You must realize that fruitfulness is a choice. If all dimensions of fruitfulness were automatic, there will be no need for God to tell man to be fruitful. And he went on in verses 29 and 30 to tell man that provisions had been made for his fruitful existence here on the earth. For a long time, I assumed that the word in Genesis chapter 1, where it says God blessed man and he said be fruitful, were the same. I have since realized that the blessing was one thing and the instruction to be fruitful was a different thing entirely. The blessing was meant to enable the fruitful existence of man on the earth. The first thing God did when he created man was he blessed him. And that blessing now empowered him to fulfill the instruction to be fruitful. The Bible says God blessed man and God said to him, be fruitful. I always assumed that they were the same thing, part of the same statement. But I've come to realize that they are different. The blessing enables fruitfulness. But man still has a choice whether he decides to be fruitful, productive or not. And you know, this is further emphasized in Matthew chapter 21, verse 18 and 19. You know, Jesus expected to find fruit on the fig tree, but it had only leaves. You know, the fact that it had leaves means the tree didn't lack any of the needed nutrients. It had all the resources to be productive and fruitful. It was planted on good ground and well watered. Eventually, because this tree was not productive, the tree was cut off from its source by the curse that Jesus placed on it, and it withered away. Because at the time fruit was required from it, it had none. A fruit is an external feature which is determined by internal character, characteristics, and nature. It means what you are on the inside, eventually showing on the outside. Jesus said a tree is known by its fruits, and thus productivity and the value of a tree is shown by the measure of its fruits. To enhance your value in life is not about gaining knowledge only, but by how fruitful the knowledge acquired is. How productive is the knowledge you have acquired? Being fruitful, being productive is to fulfill purpose. Every man was made for a purpose and for an assignment. So when you are fruitful, when you are productive, you fulfill purpose. Some are fruitful, but just a little fruit. You know, the problem with a couple of people is not that they are not fruitful, but for some, the measure of their fruit does not justify the measure of resources that is available to them. Many have the feeling that they are putting in so much effort, but very little to show for it. And if you're in that category, this is definitely for you. There are different areas where God expects a man to be fruitful. There is a fruitfulness of the body in terms of childbearing and the likes. And also there is the fruitfulness of the mouth. You might be caught by surprise with that. Your mouth can be fruitful. I'm talking about saying the right thing at the right time to the right person when you choose your words carefully. Your mouth should be fruitful. There is a harvest of the lips. What you say coming back to you in form of a harvest. Proverbs chapter 12 verse 14, it says, From the fruit of his words, a man shall be satisfied with good, and the work of a man's hands shall come back to him as a harvest. You can see the link there between the fruit 
of his words and the work of his hands. For some people, the fruit of their words is working contrary to the work of their hands. What are they confessing? What are they saying? What kind of fruit is coming out of their mouths? Even in the most difficult of economic situations, when men say there's a casting down, your own word as a believer should be there's a lifting up. Be mindful, be wary of the fruit of your mouth. A good man eats good from the fruit of his mouth. Proverbs 13:2. Permit me to read one more scripture here. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 20. It says, A man's self shall be filled with the fruit of his mouth. And with the consequence of his words, he must be satisfied, whether good or evil. There is a consequence to words, whether good or evil. Michal, the daughter of Saul, David's first wife, remained barren all her life just because she said the wrong thing. She spoke against David because of his way and manner of appreciating God. Second Samuel 6, from verse 20 to 23, it's all there. That we understand how to order our conversations right. A lot of people have gotten themselves into a tight spot just by the words of their mouth. So what are the things that determine fruitfulness? Number one, it's where you are planted. Where you are planted spiritually and physically will determine your fruitfulness. You are expected to take roots downward and bear fruit upward. So first question you ask yourself, where are you planted spiritually? Where are you planted physically? Being planted manifests itself in different ways. First, you must be planted in God's will. Psalm 1 verse 3 says, And he shall be like a tree firmly planted and tendered by the streams of water, ready to bring forth its fruit in its season. Its leaves also shall not wither, nor fade, and everything he does shall prosper and come to maturity being planted in God's will and God's will is found in nowhere else but in his word Jesus said in Matthew 15 13 you know every plant that is not planted by the father will be rooted out so the question you must ask yourself is where are you planted are you planted in your own way or you are planted in God's way and in God's will and in the place he has for you people who pluck themselves out they struggle to be fruitful a tree cannot uproot itself from its God-given soil and expect to be fruitful. It's not possible. Also, when you are planted in God's house, you are fruitful in God's house and in the work of God. Psalms 92 verse 13, those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. The house of God is where the presence of God is. Moses knew all too well the importance of God's presence. He said, God, if your presence will not go with us, we will not move an inch. Equally important also is your physical planting, your physical location. When God called Abraham, he told him, there's a place I will show you. You shall leave your father's house and go to a place that I will show you. There's a physical place that part time that God wants you to be located for you to be truly fruitful. Being at the right place at the right time is so important. Being at the right place at the right time with the right company, the importance cannot be overemphasized. Ecclesiastes 9 verse 11 says a lot about what determines success, but it ends by saying all is decided by being at the right place at the right time. This is the New Living Translation, Ecclesiastes 9:11. It has a lot to say there, but it wraps everything up by saying all is decided by being at the right place at the right time. One thing you should do periodically from time to time is reevaluate your location. Reevaluate where you are physically, physically speaking, your location. Is that where God has ordained for you to be? 
occupy that particular period and season in your life. Another thing that makes a man fruitful and productive is by being liberal, being generous and open-hearted. The liberal soul shall be made fat, and he that watereth shall himself be watered. Isaiah chapter 32 verse 8, it says, But the liberal devices liberal things, and by liberal things shall he stand. And finally, I want to zero in on the last thing I'll talk about that determines the productivity and fruitfulness of a person, and that is wisdom. Scripture says wisdom is the principal thing. And by principle, what does it mean by principle? Principle means first in order of importance. First in order of importance. The principal things means wisdom is first in order of importance. If you have not made it a habit of praying for wisdom and walking in it, you have done yourself a huge disservice. If in all your prayer points that you have ever prayed for yourself, you have not made it a continuous habit to pray for wisdom and to make a conscious effort to walk in wisdom, believe you me, you have done yourself a huge disservice. And it means you are probably operating below your God-given potential. There are two steps to wisdom. The pathway to wisdom is in two steps. Knowledge, which is receiving information. The second step and pathway to wisdom is understanding. Understanding is discernment, comprehension, and interpretation of the information you have received. Wisdom, in my opinion, is then the right and proper application of knowledge in a way that pleases God and is profitable to man. Wisdom helps you make the right choices and decisions consistently. So let me break it down here. Wisdom is application. Knowledge is information. Understanding is comprehension of that information. A sure way to promotion in life is wisdom. In the Bible, God never promoted a foolish person. No daft man was ever elevated. People who are lifted, they showed wisdom and they showed an excellent spirit. Check your Bible. God never promoted a foolish man. In fact, the one that got rich and then began to manifest foolishness, Jesus said, God told him, that night your soul will be required from you. Wisdom is too important to ignore. David became a reference point among the captains of Saul's army. Why? Because he walked in wisdom. 1 Samuel 18, verse 5, verse 14, and verse 30, he says, And David behaved himself wisely in the house of Saul. He was in a hostile environment, an environment where he was constantly looking over his shoulder. He didn't know who had his back or who was in his corner, but he walked in wisdom and his life was preserved. You might be in an organization where there are enemies around, you are surrounded by hostile people and people that don't just have your interest at heart. It is wisdom that will help you to be even be fruitful and productive even in difficult environments. Let me remind you, God never promoted any foolish person. Daniel was promoted because an excellent spirit was found with him, despite the fact that he walked among very evil people in a hostile environment. The people who he walked with, they wanted him gone. They set him up to be killed. They set him up to be imprisoned. But Daniel always came out on top. Why? Because he had wisdom. Power can get you some treasures in life, but it is wisdom in addition to power that helps you keep those treasures when you add wisdom to the power of god at work in your life then those things that god has given you those those things you have you have possessed by by the working of god's power in you wisdom will help you to keep it some people are constantly living a life of grab and lose grab and lose grab and lose you receive some things from god but you lose them due to lack of wisdom 
you spend quality time in prayer and in fasting and you receive some things from God but because of lack of wisdom you can't retain it you can't retain riches because of lack of wisdom wisdom helps you to retain wealth you can have the power to get wealth but you need the wisdom to retain it also there is the power to get wealth as promised in Deuteronomy chapter 8 and also there is a wisdom also needed to retain it as you walk in the power to get wealth you should also walk in the wisdom that is required to retain that wealth proverbs chapter 21 verse 20 in the new living translation it says the wise have wealth and luxury but fools spend whatever they get another thing that wisdom does is that wisdom gives favor wisdom gives favor you know in proverbs 13 verse 15 it says good understanding gives favor but the way of the transgressor is hard you know the transgressor there doesn't always mean sin in the sense of immorality as we have come to know it transgression just means a violator of principles a violator of laws good understanding gives favor the way of a transgressor is hard those who violate principles those who violate financial principles those who violate wisdom principles their way it becomes hard even if they are living holy life they are living righteously but because they have violated the principles of financing they don't understand sowing and reaping they don't understand seed time and harvest time even though he's as holy as holy can be but because he's a violator of principles financial principles seed and harvest time principles that man's way will be hard wisdom helps you to maneuver difficult situations proverbs chapter 21 verse 22 it says a wise man scaled the city of the mighty and casted down their strength a wise man scales the city walls of the mighty and brings down the stronghold in which they trust a wise man can defeat someone that is stronger than him the bible says wisdom is better than strength ecclesiastes 7 verse 12 it says wisdom is a defense and money is a defense but the excellence of knowledge is that wisdom gives life to them that have it and as i wrap this up let me remind you of a couple of things your fruitfulness is determined by where you are planted john chapter 15 verse 5 jesus says i am the vine you are the branches he who abides in me and i in him he bears much fruit for without me you can do nothing without god you can do nothing and don't forget first in order of importance the principal thing wisdom determines your fruitfulness